The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Yishmeru Vehayehu, for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Biri'ut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. The Alun Shvat of Raham ben Esther, who Hashem to Nehanu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. The Fuah Shlema Yosef ben Sarah, Hamim ben Aden, Sarah bat Rachel, Enna refer lahem. Betoch Shar Chole Amo Yisrael. Amen. We begin today's daf on Samich Bet Amud Bet. And we are four lines from the bottom. The Gemara continues to tell some episodes about the Hakamim. Uh, I used to go and study Torah. Rabbi Akiba, Raya de Ben Kalba Sabua Ava. Rabbi Akiba was the uh, shepherd of Ben Kalba Sabua. Uh, that was one of the rich men of Yerushalayim. The reason why they called him Kalba Sabua is anybody that entered his house hungry like a dog, like a Kalba, left his house, Sabua, left his house satiated. He was a very wealthy man. Rabbi Akiva worked for him. So it says, Ava Hazite Berate, the daughter of Kalba Sabua, they called her Rahel, she saw qualities in Rabbi Akiva, Davat Saniya Umale, which means. He had a certain siniyut about himself, a certain modesty. Then he had a certain refinement of uh, character. Tosfot comes along and says, That which you learn in Masechet Amar when he was Amaz, Akiva says, just find me a Tamir Hakam, I'll bite him like a donkey bites. And they say a donkey bites the bone. I mean, that's, that's the animosity that Akiva had. Here in mashma that he was, uh, could be taught. Mashma the lava ma'ale. It sounds like he wasn't so refined. So he can remark that, He wasn't because he hated Tamid Akhamim. He felt that the rabbis were arrogant over the Amaharis because of their Torah. And therefore, uh, that, 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 that's why they were hated. Because you know, they, 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 they didn't let the uh, people touch them because of the uh, the law of the Amaris and the draft of Pirushim. So they think they're so, uh, you know, Gava, they won't even let us touch them. If we touch them, we're considered uh, I mean, he was a Shemin Mitzvot, he was not, not religious. He just uh, felt that there was Geut in the Rabbanut, and that's why he says, uh, I don't uh, you know, like it. But he's, he himself had. Uh, he had the Midot. Amrale, so she tells the Yakiva, If I get married to you, Kedushim, Azalt Leberav, will you go study in Yeshiva? Amrala in. Yes, I will, I accept. So she got married in Bitsin'ah, because her father would never have accepted such a Shidduch. Uh, and she sent him to the Yeshiva. Shama Abu, the father heard about the marriage. Afka Mibete. Kicked her out of the house, sent her out of the house. Adra Hana'am And he uh, banished her from having any uh, pleasure from the. Estate from the uh, will, from the Yerusha, from his assets. Azil Yatif Tresareshenin Beberav. So again, he sat like the custom, 12 years in the Yeshiva. Kiata, when he came, Aitibade Tresare Alfet Talmide. He brought back with him 12,000 students. Shamae La Usabai heard an old man, the Ka'amar La, that was talking to his wife. The old man tells the Biakiva's wife, Ad Kama Kamidabart Al Menut Hayim. Which means, how long are you going to be uh, treated like a living widow? Which means, yeah, your husband's alive, but uh, you're a widow. How long are you going to be in the Hague, this uh, situation? 
So she tells the old man, If he would listen to me, my husband, I would give him another 12 years to go study. So he said, oh, I just got the reshut, I just got permission for another 12 years. Hadar aharini So he went, he took another 12 years. Yes, Rav Chaim Shulavitz, on this Gemara, you got permission already. So go home and say hello to your wife. <laughs> Which means you're there already. So just go in, and say hello, you know, uh, just check in, and then they, uh, she's not going to retract. Yeah. So Rav Chaim Shulavitz says a very sharp word. He says... 12 plus 12 is not 24. What he meant to say is that you cannot compare 24 years straight learning to an hour without interruption or 12 years and 12 years. Which is that little interruption already would be hafsaka. In order to succeed in Torah, it has to be a continuity. There has to be a certain momentum. And he gives the famous mashal, you know, someone is trying to boil water. So you put the water on the fire, and it's about to boil, you take it off. And you put it back, and you take it off. Unless it stays on the fire for a certain amount of time, it's never going to reach a boiling point. So the same thing in Torah. In order to succeed in Torah, it has to be Torah beli hefsek. It has to be a constant growth. They bring a proof from Avram Abinu. Avram Abinu, after the Akedah Yitzhak, it says he came back from the Akedah alone. So they say, where was Yitzhak? So it says, Yitzhak, he sent them off to Yeshivat Shem Ba'avid. So he asked a question. He just passed the, the hardest test of his life, Yitzhak Abinu. Let him go home first, let him take a little vacation, let him relax, let him uh, collect himself. Yeah. Yeah, make, make a sewed at what all of a sudden, yeah, he won't even uh, come home. The explanation, Avram understood what the understanding is, not to have a sick. He just came from Akedah Yitzhak, Yitzhak Abinu. The momentum is very strong, he's on a very spiritual high. What do you want, to just stop it now, go home and uh, rest for two days? He says, no, let's, let's, uh, let's take advantage of the momentum over here. So right away he sends him to Yishivat Shem in order that he can continue to, to grow. So if Chayim Shulav is right, he says, that's why he doesn't want to go home to his house. Once he goes home to his house, even though he can go the next morning back to the Yeshiva, it's not the same. The 24, 12 plus 12 is not 24, which means it has to be Ratsuf. Kiata, when he came back after the second 12 years, Haiti Badei came with him. Aslim, Barba, Alfe, Talmide. 24,000 students. Shema'ad Bitu. So his wife heard. Hava Kanafka Le'ape. So she came to greet him. Amrula. So they tell her. The neighbors told her, Go borrow some nice clothes. Cover yourself, which means she was a poor lady. She didn't have anything nice to wear. You didn't see her husband in 24 years. Go borrow from the neighbors nice uh, fancy clothes so you can greet your husband. So she says to them, It's okay. The tzaddik knows Nefesh uh, bimto, literally the soul of his animal. But Avir means the he knows his wife, which is he knows that I don't have any money, and he doesn't expect me to have any uh, 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 you know uh, extra whatever it is, and therefore he, you know he, he'll recognize me the way I am. He'll accept me the way I am. So when she came in front of him, nafla alapa. So she bowed in front of the Akiva. She fell to the floor. So she started to kiss the uh, the feet of Rabbi Akiva. So the servants of Rabbi Akiva started to push her away. And some ladies uh, going bowing in front of the rabbi. They try, no, get out, move away. So she says, Shavkuha, leave her alone. Which means, my Torah and your Torah is her Torah, which is all the Torah that we have over here, it's not credit, leave her alone. Shama Abu So Kalba Sabuah heard, he didn't know who Rabbi Akiva, he, he didn't know who was his son-in-law, he heard a great rabbi came to the, uh, came to the town. Amar Izil Legabeh, let me go uh, see the great rabbi, the great rabbi. Efshar de Mefar Nidrai. I said, maybe you know what? Maybe he'll, he'll be able to make afara in the name, which I guess he regretted. He saw his daughter doesn't have any panasa, so uh, he said, you know, maybe this rabbi can figure out a way to nullify my uh, my vow that I made. At ata legabe. 
So he came in front of uh, Rabbi Akiva. Amar le, adarta de gabra raba min adart. Did you make the neder uh, thinking that your son will become gabra raba? Which means when you made the neder, your neder was because you didn't think anything was, anything was going to come of your son-in-law. So then he said, you know what? I'm not giving you any neder. But if you would have known that your son will become gabra raba, would you have made the neder? Even if you would have known one panic, I wouldn't have made the dead. Even if you knew one alaka, I wouldn't have made the dead. He said, I'm your son-in-law. I'm uh, So the Kalbasamoa fell to the feet of Rabbi Akiva and he kissed him on his uh, feet. And he gave him half his estate, he gave him half the money. Barted Rabbi Akiva, the daughter of Rabbi Akiva, Avda Lele ben Azai She did the same thing when she married Ben Azai, which means she followed exactly the way of her mother. She let him go study for 24 years in the yeshiva. So the Gemara says, This is what the people say. Rehila batar rehila azla. Which means the small sheep follows the mother sheep. Which means the children follow their parents. That's why she was brought up. She was brought up in a house where the mother's Mosaic name is for Torah. Let's tell her to go study for years at a time. So when she got married to Ben Azai, uh, she did she learned it from her mother. She did the same uh, this is the same thing. The way of the mother, that's the same way that the daughter adopts. Rav Yosef, the son of Rava. Shadre Abuhi, his father sent him Lebe Rav to the Yeshiva to commit Rav Yosef. So you have one Rav Yosef, the son of Rava, studying in front of Rav Yosef. Paskule Shichene. Well, so they gave him, uh, he was married, they told him, okay, go six years. After three years, So he shows up, Erev Kippur. Amar, so Rava tells him, Izil, or she, he said, Rabbi Yosef says, Izil, let me go visit my wife, my family. Shama Abuhi, so Rava heard, Shakal Mana, he took his uh, weapons, Venafag Right. Meaning he's going to fight him now. What are you doing coming over here? You're supposed to be in Yeshiva for six years. What are you, what are you coming over here? Some change to get a shower. We'll, we'll, reach the, we'll read the Gersa of the, uh, the Ein Yaakov that changes it. Zugatchan Nizkeret. What, you remembered your wife? Which means your pair, meaning you left the Yeshiva to come to, to be with your wife? Which means what, you have a Ta'va for your wife? Ikad Amri Amali Yodatchan Nizkeret. What, you remembered your dove? Because the dove is an analogy to marriage. Yunati, tamati. So therefore, uh, he's telling you, what do you mean, you came home for, for ta'ava? Itrud. So they got involved in this mahloket. Lo mar ifsik, lo mar ifsik. Neither of them had time to eat suudat and mafsikit. Which means the suudat before the kippur. They were fighting on this subject over here. They got so caught up in the mahloket that they, they, they went into the fast without eating. Now, it should be noted, <coughs> as was pointed out, from the fact that you see that Yosef came home on Erev Kippur, you see didn't come home for Tava. Because he cannot have the speech even. But still, Rava held. Uh, you came home, uh, that looks, looks like you're coming home uh, because the Tava got to you. Uh, he's supposed to be learning Torah. And therefore, he, uh, he had claims against him. Um, she says, Lo more if seek. Let's go to the ones before that first. Shakal Manakri Zayid. He took out his weapons. Kiidu Balil Lahamad. He's coming to fight. Etrud. Beotabini Balil. got involved in the Mahloket. Lo more ifsak, lo more ifsak. Lo aklus saudat yom kipurim shemafsikim ba'achil al-ta'anot. Saudah haronah shem'erev tesha'abayav yom kipurim kari saudat al-mafsikit. Right? Shemafsikim ba'achil. Okay, comes the next Mishnah. Hamoredet al-ba'ala. Okay, you have a lady that's a moredet. Moredet, she's rebellious. So you start to uh, subtract from our ketubah seven dinarin a week. Which means one dinar per day. As long as she stays in Moredet, every week her ketubah becomes the, uh, subtracted or diminished by seven dinarin. Okay, different, uh, different type of coin. How long does he continue to diminish? 
Ad keneged ketubata. The entire price of the ketubata goes down to zero. Which means, as we learned earlier, not only ketubah, but even tosifat ketubah. Which means even the additional amount that he offers up, all that is uh, diminished from the uh, from the ketubah. So it says that she ad keneged ketubata ve'aharkach noten laget. After the ketubah is on zero, gives her a divorce. Ve'yotzabel ketubah. Which is the stuff that's her Yerusha that, that, that fell to her. Which means, let's say, her grandfather gave her uh, you know, assets for herself. That, that's hers. She can't diminish from uh, her stuff. Good. You keep on going. Even if it's down to zero, you keep on, uh, you keep on counting the seven a week. Why? Which means in the event that, let's say she inherits more money, and that money belongs to the husband, so therefore he has credit. So he keeps on just uh, subtracting. Correct. Even that, even that money that's uh, coming to from uh, somewhere else. Right? It says, it says something at that word odd. Makes sense to take out that word odd. So we need to be assuming le'olam hu pochet vodek she'im tipola. Yerushah mekom acher govayim in... He was a ketubah down to nothing. But... No, she's going to get more stuff. So if we can keep on... Uh, keep on some chat. We'll have to give her a get right away. Keep on going and uh, if she gets... Right. Vechen hamored al ishto. They have another case now. He rebels against her. Now we'll see exactly what's considered rebellious. He rebels against her. Mosifim al ketubata shloshanerim meshabat. So there's the opposite. They add to a ketubah three dinarim. The Gemara is going to say, why when you take away, you take away seven. When you add, you only add three. That's not three dinarim. It's three perikin. It's a different type of coin. So now the Gemara begins. Moredet mimai. So she's moredet. She's rebellious. So what is she being rebellious? What is exactly she doing to be rebellious? Ravuna amar mitashmisha mita. Meaning she's refraining her husband from relations. She's refraining to do melacha. Now, what does this mean? She's refraining to do work. So the Mepharshim explain over here like this. Ravuna holds like this. Uh, a lady that, let's say, refrains from doing work for her husband is not considered a moredit. Why? Because she doesn't have to give the husband work. Because she can come along and say, I don't want mizonot, and therefore my work uh, belongs to myself. So therefore, by not giving him his work, he just won't give him his own note, and therefore, that's like the Moredit, that, that, that's an agreement that they have. But why? She cannot refrain from him to Tashmish. So that's why the Avunah learns the Moredit is Tashmish. Oh, so what's the, uh, what's the other Shita? He says like this, that really, the Melachah that we're talking about over here is not necessarily the Masi Adea, but it's the services that we learned in the previous Mishnah, that she has to do the different chores, make the bed, put a, regardless of anything. She has certain obligations that she has to do for the husband. So when she comes along and says, I'm not doing those uh, obligations, so that's considered moderate tanah, so when you start ch- chipping away from the uh, kitubah. So it's a Is it tashmish amita, or is it considered melacha? Uh, oh, so it comes to Gabbard and says, Moredet <laughs> We learned in Amishnah. Vechen hamored al ishto. Well, we can bring a proof from Amishnah because we gave a case in Amishnah the opposite way. He is rebellious to her. Now, according to one that says Tashmish, that means he refrained, just like she's refraining him from Tashmish, he can be moreed and uh, not uh, give her Tashmish. But according to the one that's learning Melaka, that she's not doing the chores or not doing the work, he mishubad la. Is he obligated to do uh, work that he's, that he's not, uh, that he's more edit? So the Gemara says, In, Be'omer, Eni zan ve'eni mefarnes. Which means, in a case where he comes along and tells the wife, I'm not giving you mizonot, I'm not giving you any panasa. Which means uh, the, the husband is obligated to give his wife uh, a certain panasa. He cannot come along and uh, just leave her without uh, without anything. So which means that she says, She's, He's getting ma'asiyadeha. And they say, I'm not giving you any mezonot. So in that case over there, he's able to, he's not able to say such a thing. So the Gabbara says, I'm not giving you any money. Even if she has ma'asiyadeha. But the husband has to make sure that she has enough food to eat. 
And the law is, the Rav taught that if a man comes along to his wife and says, I'm not giving you any uh, support, you'll see me attend Ketubah. Immediately she can get a divorce and she gets a Ketubah. Here we're saying over here, that what? Hey, you start more uh, you add every week three more dinarim to the Ketubah. What do you mean? How are you adding three more dinarim every week? It should be an immediate divorce if he's not willing to give her uh, support. The Gibra says, don't you have to uh, uh, negotiate a little? Convince her. She says, which is you try to go to the husband. You don't get a divorce immediately. You go to the husband, listen, give the uh, give, give her the mezonot, all that. The interim when you're trying to reconcile this mahlokit, she If it takes three weeks to make the shalom bite over here, the bottom line she's gonna get uh, you know nine dinarim uh, extra in a So you're right, it's not an immediate divorce, we agree that. But there's a time of reconciliation. So in the time of reconciliation, Reconciliation, so therefore it knows interim. But you're right, if they can't reconcile in the economy, then they're ready to get the divorced right away. So comes the Gibran, continues. Gibran says like this. Metivir, we have a question. Ahatli, all these cases are similar. Ahatli. All these cases have one law. What are the laws? Arusa. That's a lady that's engaged. And she's mima'ena. She doesn't want to get married. So she's more edit. I'm not getting married. Unsua. Well, then that's married. She's more edit. How? She doesn't uh, want to be with her husband. Ve'afilu nida. Or you have a nida that's acting in a rebellious way. Ve'afilu chola. Or a sick. The lady's sick. She's rebellious. Ve'afilu submitted yabab. Or a lady that's awaiting to fulfill the mitzvah yibum. Right? With her brother-in-law. She's also uh, abstaining to make the yibum. So all these ladies have a common status. They're considered what? More edit. So the Gemara go. They skip all the parentheses over here. Gotta go all the way to the bottom line. According to the opinion that wants to say that Moredet is a case of Tashmish, which is refraining from Tashmish, which means we can understand Hola, because even a sick lady would talk, she's still able to have Tashmish. And therefore, Hola, potentially she can have Tashmish. And she's telling the husband, I'm not having tashmiz. Oh, so let me know that's one of the cases. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to ask me a question. I would have nida. If the case about uh, tashmiz, when a nida is saying that you're not going to have tashmiz, I'm not going to have tashmiz. So that she answers this question. Even though she's not allowed to have tashmiz, but at least the husband knows he has pat mislays bread in his basket. He knows that once she becomes non nida, she's going to be permissible. Once already she comes along and says, I'm not having tashmiz, even though she's nida, that's considered already a moreded. Yeah. Look, look at that she. That she says. Look at that she. Look at that she. Basket. So therefore the Gibraltar is saying like this. If you're learning Tashmish, all these cases are Tashmish cases. Arusa, I'm not getting married, no Tashmish. Nisua, no Tashmish. Hola, no Tashmish. Nida, no Tashmish, meaning you don't have read the basket anymore. Those all those make sense. But the Gibraltar says, Which means if you're saying that the cases where she's, she's I'm not giving you my Ma'asiyah, uh, I'm not going to give you my work, I'm not going to serve you, let's say. You can't blame a sick lady. That's considered rebellious. She's sick. How do you expect the sick lady to, to serve her husband? It's not her fault. She's sick. Which means she might be up to Tashmish, but to do all these benachot. So what do you want from her? So comes the Gemara and says, We're revamping the Mahlokit. When it comes to a lady that's abstaining from Tashmish, she's saying, I'm not going to have Tashmish, everybody holds, that's a classical case of Moredit. And therefore what? Therefore even a sick lady can be considered a Moredit. That Brayta that we just learned is a Tashmish Brayta. Now all that Brayta is talking about what? She's refraining from Tashmish, even the sick lady. 
Mimelacha. The Mahlokan is, do you say that she's a Murid, even if she abstains from Melacha? Mor Sabah Mimelacha, Lohav Yamuridit. Which means, Ravuna says that when she refrains from doing Melacha, that's not considered a uh, Muridit. And the logic of Ravuna, we can explain, is because she's able to hold up Asiyadayim. She's able to say, listen, I'm not doing work for you, don't feed me. Therefore, I, I, I don't have to give you my uh, Asiyadayim. So, therefore, that was Ravuna Shita, if you remember earlier. We learned earlier that Huna Shita was she could say any nizonet ve any osa. So, so, so therefore, and, and again, he has to say also that those are the items of the seven melachot that's not considered a meaning that's not considered a rebellious a rebellion over there. Which means we're not gonna, uh, yeah, we're not gonna knock down her ketubah, you know, seven a week because of those uh, those chores over there. Masayadim is significant. Masayadim, she come along and say, listen, I don't want my, my I want my masayadim. Don't feed me. Oh, however, on board sabad, we have halina holds. We have halina holds. The logic of the biyusu halina is that either because he holds that she cannot say. Uh, I'm not giving you my ma'asiyadayim. Either he holds like, shows like the shtakish that we learned above, that holds that what? The ma'asiyadayim is a takanat to the husband, which means it's his ma'asiyadayim. She cannot come along and say, I'm not giving you the ma'asiyadayim. Then when she comes along and says, I'm not giving it to you, she's considered a borede. Or, he learns like we learned above, where she's refraining from the chores. And he holds that the chores are enough to cause it to be a borede. Gemara continues. Gufa. We learned in the Mishnah. Hamoredet al ba'ala, so a lady that is rebellious al ba'ala on her husband. So so long as she remains in her mirida, they continuously deduct from her ketubah seven dinarim a week. Rabbi Omer he has a different denomination. Seven trafikin a week. But then the rabbis came along and they re uh, they reanalyzed the halakha and they got together and they convened and they said that when a lady is muredit, she yu machrizin aleha arba shabbatot zu aharzu. Well, first of all, they make an announcement on her. They have to announce, like the Gemara is going to say in the synagogues and the Betim Midrash. For four consecutive weeks, public announcement, this lady over here is moredet against her husband. Vishulhina betin. Betin sends her a summons. Heve yodat. You have to know. Even if your ketubah is a hundred maneh, which means you're going to lose it in one shot. The rabbis changed the system. Instead of going seven dinarim uh, a week, they changed it. It's a four-week process. They announced for four weeks in the shul, uh, she's a moredet. And, uh, you know, if you don't uh, change your ways, you're going to lose your uh, ketubah. Even if it's a hundred, in one shot, the whole thing is going to be uh, taken away from you. So the Gevara says, Ahat li arusa v'nesu'a afilu nida afilu chola and the law applies when we talk about the moredet, uh, whether it's arusa, that's moredet against her arus, or she's married, even if she's nida, even if she's sick, even if she's awaiting to fulfill the mitzvah of yibum. So the Gemara says, nida tashmishi. Question that we learned earlier: that if you tell me that the moredet over is tashmishi, everybody said. But everybody agrees that a moredet is a case where she is uh, refraining from uh, tashmish. So how can you say a nida could be a moredet? A nida anyway cannot have tashmish. So the Gemara says, Amar So he told them back, Ena dome So that's the bread in the basket, Savara. Which means, even though you're right, when she's nida, there's no tashmish. But at least he knows that uh, he has something coming to him when she's uh, permissible. Or when she's osir, so that already, he doesn't even have this bread in his basket, so to speak, something to, to look forward to. So that's considered also a, um, a uh, moredet. If you look at the second line of Rashi, Hazru v'nimnu, Shelo yishu ota lefachot me'at me'at. 
you don't gradually minimize a ketubah seven dinarim at a time. Ela yefsidu kol ketubata leachar arbas shabbatot shlachraza. You announce four weeks in a row that she's a moreded, and then already you just take away the ketubah. Amar mi barhama en machirizin alia ela bebetekenesiot betemidreshot, which means this announcement you make it's not in the marketplace, it's not in the shuk, it's done in the betekenes bebetemidreshot. Amarava. We have a diuk from the statement Dictani Arbaq Shabbatot Zoharzo Shbamina, which is in fact it says Shabbatot. So where's everybody on Shabbat? They're on the marketplace. They're in Bate Midrash or Bate Knesset. So if you see the announcement is done in the Bet Knesset. So she says Daika Nameh Dictani Arbaq Shabbatot Yamim Sheenam Shemelacha. Vakol Mitsuin Bate Knesset or Bate Midrashot. The Gebra says Shbamina. Amar Bibahamma. Rabbi Hamad gives another uh, law regarding this uh, subject. Pa'amim or pa'amayim sholhim da mibedin, which means betin sends her a warning in this process twice. She gets two warnings in the process. Ahad kodem achraza, one warning before the first uh, announcement. Ve'ahad lachad achraza, one after the fourth. Uh, time that she remains uh, rebellious, so they sent her a, a second achrazat to say that that's it. She's going to lose her kitubah uh, if she doesn't uh, straighten up. Tarash Rav Nachman Bar Rav Hazda halacha kerabotenu. So Rav Nachman Bar Rav Hazda said halacha indeed follows rabotenu, meaning not like our Mishnah that said that it's a gradual reduction of seven dinarim a week. And it's going to follow rabotenu. Then after four achrazot. Already they take the ketubah away from her in one shah. Halakha kerabotenu. So comes the Gemara and says, Amarava, Rava says, Hai burcha. Now burcha is another way of saying, Davar she'enu hagun. This halakha kerabotenu is not, uh, is not correct. We don't, uh, don't, we don't accept such a uh, halakha. The Gemara is going to tell us uh, why. Why should it be a burcha? Why shouldn't we accept it? So the Gemara says the following. Amar le Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak. So Rav Nachman tells Rava, "My burcheta. Why, why, why is the halakha not accepted? Ana amirtani hale. I said this halakha in front of Rav Nachman bar Rav Chizda. Umishemed the Gavra Rava amirtani hale. And I said the halakha in front of a great rabbi. Umanu the Biyosibur bechalina." So therefore, what is it? It's a burqa. I mean, this halakha that I said is uh, substantiated by uh, the great hachamim. They agreed to it. The ihu keman savar. So what does Ravah hold like? When Ravah comes and says the halakha of Rabotin was not accepted, that she loses the ketubah in one shot, who is he uh, going like that? She says, Ravah, damar burqa hi keman savar. Who is he going like? So what it says, ki ha itmar Ravah amar Rav Sheshat. So he had a statement from Rav Sheshat that said, Halakha nimlachin ba. Halakha says nimlachin ba. What is nimlachin ba? Meaning you try to reconcile. Rashi, nimlachin ba, mashinit gita. You delay the get, umahazirin aleha shetahzor ba. Betokach pohatin mechtubata shifadani mishabbat. Which is, you don't want to go very quickly for shabbatot and choose the whole thing. Rav Sheshat taught, that if there's a chance to speak it out with her and reconcile with her, we'd rather reconcile. Therefore, you do a slow process. Oh, it's seven a week. And therefore, it gives her more time to eventually make the, uh, the peace. We don't go just to one shot. So Gavara says, that's the way Rava had in the name of Rav Sheshat. However, Ravuna bar Yehuda amar Rav Sheshat. Rav Yehuda, the name of Rav, had a different interpretation from Rav Sheshat. He said, That you don't try to reconcile that slow. Ela, you give her four weeks, and therefore you give her a, 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 an immediate uh, uh, absolving of the ketubah. So we have a stir, a mahluk, and actually what Rav Sheshat said. So Rava was basing his view on you know, his interpretation of what he heard Rav Sheshat said, that you do reconciliation. Whereas uh, the other rabbi said, no, we heard from Rav Sheshat, that's what they were posek like, now the Gebra says, ya moredet. Okay, what's considered a case uh, of moredet? Okay, now Rashi says dechofin ota the machine gita upohatin ketubata. All this case that we're talking about till now that you're reducing the ketubah by seventeen ninety. What's the case of moredet? Now Rashi doesn't mention, but it's also going to apply that since talachazek rabotenu it means 
that the applying application of the four-week uh, right. uh, warning period, and then uh, immediate loss of the ketubah. That, that's going to be the halakha. Yeah, halakha kenaboten. So comes the Gemara and says, Amara memor. So the case is like this. De Amra, she comes along and says the following. Ba'ina le, le. Which means, I still want him. But uh, I want to torture him a little. I want to give him some pain. Why? She got, she got right. She got angry at him for something, whatever, some personal, whatever he did. But uh, she's not saying it's over. But she just wants to, you know, uh, cause him uh, tzar, as she says. In that case over there, in such a case, there's room for, you know, for, for giving her time. She'll get over it. So you reduce the ketubah every week that she's a moredit, and then eventually she'll uh, she'll come around to senses. However, aval. Amra ma'is alai. But if she comes along and says, right, which means she comes along to the extent she says, listen, lo hu velo ketubatu ba'ina. She says, I just want out. I don't want not him. I don't want not asking for the ketubah. The guy's ma'us to me. The man's repulsive to me. I cannot uh, stay. So the Gibraltar in that case, no chafin anna. In that case, there's no reconciliation. You don't force a lady that's coming along and saying that her husband's ma'us. Uh, and then, uh, especially when she's you know, she's forfeiting her ketubah, no, so you can't good. force her to stay with the uh, with the husband. So that's the way um, uh, that she uh, understands that she lo chayfina la ela noten la get. You give her a get, it's mashma immediately. belo ketubah, and then she goes out without a uh, ketubah. So the um, mefarshim uh, explain over here that that which that she said kofin ota the garsha. You have to actually force him. Why? Because it's maus. You're never going to force a lady to, to stay with a man that she cannot uh, that she cannot uh, stay yeah. with. That's the way. Right? It's not going to it's not going to change. You can, it's not, it's, it seems it, it is what it is. Okay. Now, once she comes along, it should be pointed out when she says that it's worth it to forget the divorce, uh, even if she doesn't get a ketubah. But let's say she comes along and says, "Listen, I can't stand the guy, and I want divorce, and she wants a ketubah." Oh. So in that case over there, we don't believe uh, of a ta'anat ma'us. Because you know, every lady that wants out will always say, oh, listen, you know, he's ma'us to me, he's ma'us to me, he's ma'us to me, he's ma'us to me. She just wants to get out for whatever, because she wants to get married to somebody else. So she'll come along and say, no, no, I'm saying if she says, he's ma'us to me, and I want my ketubah. So that ta'ana, we're not going to believe. And she's the only believer when she says he's ma'us, and no. I so ma'us, I want out of here, I don't want the ketubah payment. Yeah. Then already you, you, you let her get a divorce right away. But if she comes along and says, correct, if she comes along and says, listen, he's disgusting to me, but you know, I'll, 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 I'll leave if you, if, you, if you pay me the ketubah. So the Mephashim say, hey, she, she saw somebody else. Sure, she wants somebody else because she, she, she just wants to get married to somebody else. Good. So there's a difference between ba'ina. I, just, I like him, but I just want him to him, you know, for whatever reason. Then already you delay it to the extent, whatever we said. But if she says ma'us, then already the deen is uh, divorced right away. And uh, no ketubah. Like she said, she forfeited her uh, ketubah. Good. Now the Gemara says, Morzutra amar chayfinana. Morzutra comes along and says, which means, again, I'm meaning, if she said that the guy is ma'us to me, you don't uh, slow the process. Immediately you can give her a gift. However, says, even in this case over here, you, you delay. You force a meaning to try to reconcile and to, to work it out. Okay, You don't just give them uh, immediate divorce without a uh, ketubah payment over there. Now, even though she's willing to get divorced without a ketubah, we say that maybe she's not mohel belev shalem when she says ah, I don't want the ketubah. So therefore, you have to, you know, try to uh, try to work it out over there, okay? Because uh, it could be she's, uh, you know, they also the fact explained that could be she's mishakirit in that ta'ana. Why? When she's saying ma'usta, uh, because um, whatever she has a, um, even if she's telling the truth. Uh, Maybe she's still reconcilable. That's the point. Which means now she's maus. He's uh, mausta, but uh, it doesn't mean for sure she's mausta uh-huh. the next day. Right? She doesn't want to go through the embarrassment. Yeah. Now yeah. the shul, you can see. She doesn't want to go through the embarrassment. Maybe she wants to save herself from that. So in all those cases over there, that's the um, that, that that's the order. So let's just review what we're saying till now, just to get the clarity that she taught over here. So there's different cases. There's a case where she says ba'ina v'metzalana. That's a classic case of moredit. I go through the slow process, and she says maus. And I don't want my ketubah, 
So machloket. Some say immediate the force, no ketubah. Some say no, even that case you have to go through the uh, process. It's more zutra. The Gemara tells a story about that. There was a case like that where the uh, lady came along and said that she's, uh, you know, the, the husband is maus uh, alai. Uh, and uh, what happened? Murzutra. So Murzutra followed his shita, he was loyal to his opinion, and he reconciled and went slow, you know, he didn't, didn't force him to get divorced right away. And right. what ended up happening? Right. So the Gemara says, good thing happened out of it. What happened? And the great rabbi came out of such a uh, thing. Rabbi Hanina Misura came out of it. They reconciled, they made shalom, and they're having a uh, big sadiq. Now the Achamim tell us that Hasid Shalom, if a person has uh, Tashmish, right. at the time where they're Ma'us. hating each other, the children will come out all bad. So therefore, obviously, there was made shalom was made. The proof of the pudding is that the child came out as a great uh, so, so it worked. So the Gemara says Vedahi. Uh, no proof from uh, the results of this story that Morsutra is necessarily right. Hatam uh, siyata dishmayavad. That was an exceptional case. No, it was an exceptional case that they ended up making the peace after she already said that he's ma'us. That wasn't necessarily uh, you know, a standard case. This was a special siyata dishmayavad over here. Normally, you don't, that, 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 that doesn't work out exactly. And therefore, normally, you don't force. This case over here, so you had a, you had a, what do you want to call it, a special siyatadish bayah over there, and therefore, uh, you cannot bring a proof. Exactly, comes again what says. Another story. Story. Kalate de Ravzvid. Imreda. Exactly, the daughter-in-law of Ravzvid. Imreda. Uh, she became a moredet, and she came along and said, the ta'ana of ma'us. Okay, she said, or she says, ve'amra ma'is alay. So now we got the case. Okay, she said, I can't live with the guy. The guy is uh, despicable. So the Gemara says, Tefisa had shira. So she was tofes a mi'il, which is a coat. She's a mi'il had, she brought it into the marriage uh, certain uh, assets, and those assets that say belong to the husband, when she brought them in. And uh, she comes along now and says, listen, uh, I want out. But I want my and uh, she went and she grabbed the, one of the coats. And she took him out she's holding, I'm out. I said, I'm a usalai. So it says, Yativ amemor umur zutra v'ravashe. So three rabbis got together. Yativ rav gamda gabai. Rav gamda was the gadol. He sat amongst them. Yativ v'kamre. They sat and they concluded and they said, Marda. Hey, listen, this lady over here is a moredet. Hefsida belaotea. Hefsida. So he said like this. Even the clothes that she brought in as in a dunya into the marriage. You know, they added it to the ketubah. They're still around, which means they're still there. Like this uh, coat over here was still around. Tafsid otam. Which means she loses, she has no right. Once she's a moredet, what's the law of a moredet? She loses her ketubah. And the what's the, the case of Moes? Maus, we said, she's really saying, I don't want the ketubah, I just want to get out of here. So not only did she get out, but any assets that she brought into the ketubah, right? The son barzah, she went to the ketubah, which is really the assets that she brought in. She brought in. So now you see, maybe she can take it, she will take it back. She cannot take it back. It's forfeited. The husband doesn't have to recompensate her for anything. The stuff that's there, she's holding on to it, doesn't matter. You lose those uh, items over here. If Sida, again, let's read the language good. If Sida, what does she lose? Bilaotea kayamin. The clothes. Literally, Bilaotea means the, um, the worn out clothes. Which is, even if they're worn out, they're still there, but. As long as they're still there, she, that's already considered a, 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 a forfeiture. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Lehurav Gamda Meshum Derav Zevid Gavra Rabah. So the Gemara says like this Rav Gamda tells the rabbis that that one over there, Meshum Derav Zevid, who's also one of the rabbis that were there, Gavra Rabah is a great rabbi. Mahnefitude? What do you mean, Mahnefim? You're like uh, false flattering him, which means what? Just because Rav Zevid said she has to forfeit the uh, clothes. So you all agree with him? Just because Rav Zavid said it? What are you doing? You're wrong. It's not Allah. Don't, 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 don't disagree to Rav Zavid because he's the Gadol. This was actually a question by Rava. Does she get to keep the clothes or not? And it was not answered. And since it's not answered, what's the normal rule in the monetary law that's not answered? She's holding the coat. 
So since it's a question that was not uh, solved, yeah. so, so therefore, yeah. Correct. Right, right, Kanaz. But, 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 but no, he was, she was holding the coat. So therefore they said, you know what? She forfeits it. You're more Give the coat to the husband. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about over there? This was a question that I've had. Uh, and I didn't answer the question. So the law is what? So how did you say to take away the uh, to take away the garment? So comes the Gemara and says, a little different version of the same story. The rabbi said, said Marda It's the exact opposite. That she doesn't lose her uh, bilat. She doesn't lose her nechseh son barzel. Amar lehud av gamdas. Av gamdas comes along and says what? Mishum de rav zvid gavra ravahu afchitu le ledina elave. Why? Because rav zvid is a great rabbi, right? So therefore, you reverse the law and say what? That she gets to keep the nechseh uh, son barzel, which means. Uh, uh, really, it's not so. Hamar of Kanam, Mivaya Bail al Rabah, Velo Pashit. Which means like this. Because according to what you're saying, you're saying that she gets to keep it. It's not so. She only gets to keep it in this case because she was holding on to it. But if, let's say, the husband had it, so then she wouldn't be able to, uh, to, 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 to hold on to them because she's not the Mahzik. Which means. Because no pashit. So how can you conclusively say she gets it? She doesn't always get it, which means it depends on who has it. Why? Because uh, Ravzvid said that she gets it, so therefore you're, you're, you're switching over the whole halakha to come along and say that she always gets it. It's not so she doesn't always get it. It's a baya, and therefore. No, just because Ravzvid said that you keep the. Uh, she keeps it. So therefore, you're, you're going to switch the halakha that we know already it's a safik? Look at Ashi. Mishum the Razvid Gavar about Veloya ad air al devarenu, Mahmat advenuto, which means, correct, which means Razvid was a humble man. Gavar by is humble, right? So you figured that you'd be able to say to, that what? Let the lady keep her coat. And you say, don't worry, Razvid is not gonna, he's not gonna, he's not gonna scream at us because he's anaf. You're going to switch the law against the husband, which means again, Rav Zavid obviously agreed also that really the lady uh, supposed to Rav uh, Zavid uh, held himself as the husband's. Let's go slow. The rabbis all sitting together, right? Uh, case came to the rabbis, so they uh, want to know who keeps the coat. So the rabbis came along and said, "Lo that the lady keeps the coat." So uh, Rav Gamdal came along and said, that's not the law. The law is that the lady keeps the coat. The law is, the husband's the mahzik. The husband keeps, keeps, keeps the coat over here. Now wait, the husband keeps the coat. Why does it keep the coat? Because Rav had a question on this. And since he didn't answer the question, so the really law is whoever's the mahzik keeps the coat. Now you're coming along and saying, oh, the lady keeps the coat. Well, it's not so. It depends. Oh, so why are you saying so, so sure that the lady keeps the coat? Because you know that it's only Rav Zvid that's going against you. And you know Rav Zvid is a humble man, so you figured, hey, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to challenge, yeah, yeah, he's not going to challenge you, therefore you want to take advantage? That's not the law, right? So comes the Gemara and says, okay, hashtag the law, itman lo achi, achi. So what do you do now? What, what's the law? So the Gemara gives the, the, the answer. Tafsa lo mafkinan mina. Right, so it depends. But she's tough side. She's holding it. She's holding the coat. She's more edited. However, lot of side means to buy the husband these stuff of it. Right, no, we don't give it. Now the Gemara says an interesting line that's subject to a great controversy. Gemara then says, "Umashinan la tresar yarhe shata agita." Period. Before you give her the get, you got to wait 12 months. Now, what are we talking about over here? Who, 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 who's got to wait 12 months? What, what scenario is there, a 12 month, uh, is there a 12 month period? So, the Mepharshim over here, they come along and analyze. So, let's go, uh, let's go one step at a time. What type of lady are we talking about that's 12 months? So he says, from Rashi, it seems that we're going back on the case that we're talking about till now, where the lady says, Ma'us alai. The guy, you know, the husband's uh, disgusting to me, and they're 12 months. Only problem is, 
just learned that when she says Ma'us Alai, you don't wait any time. It's immediate divorce. You don't got to go to seven dinarim a week. That's how we're learning till now, right? Ma'us Alai, and I don't want a ketubah. She's out, no ketubah. Well, now you tell me what? In that same case, over there you have to wait uh, uh, 12, uh, 12 months. So that's um, that's that, 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 that is a question. So they asked this question. From our more statement on Samek Gimel Amud Bet, that a moredet is inkofinota, which means means miyad. So they explain it like this. One way is like this: the Rosh and Siman Lamidal that gives the answer to this question. The twelve-month law uh-huh, is a later takana by the later rabbis, which means the earlier rabbis' takana was miyad give a get and uh, it's over. But what was happening, later on they saw that the ladies were coming a little arrogant. And what was happening is, they were saying, Ma'us And what was happening, they were getting divorced, not getting the ketubah, and then they were regretting. And they were coming back and saying, oh, listen, uh, we want to get back together. So the later rabbis came along and said, you know what, we're changing the law, 12 months. Just in case uh, she wants to calm down and change her mind and all that. Which means, no, in the, in the case of Ma'us. The first law was miyad. Get miyad. There wasn't any any reconciliation in that case. Everybody agreed ma'us. Not everybody. It was machloket. But no, we, right, no. Go back to Samech Gimal Amud Bet, and we saw the case of Hechidami Moredet, right? And then the Gemara said, Abal Amra Ma'is Alai. But if she says Ma'is Alai, Lo Chayfina Na, we don't force her. It's me. The Mishnah doesn't apply. So now the Gemara says twelve months. Aye, what do you mean twelve months? I thought you said immediate. So the Rosh answers it was two different periods of history. The earlier time when we said it's immediate, that was the one period of time. But the later rabbis came along and said, they went to 12 months because they're coming along and saying what? That you should try to reconcile. Why? Because it was happening. They were saying it quickly. And then they were getting divorced. And after they were getting divorced, they were coming along and saying, well, you know, we want... Uh, we want... Uh, okay? And the last part of the statement says that during those 12 months she does not get that's a knas she's a moreded bottom line she's still a moreded over here so therefore she, even though she's saying even though she's saying he does not have to uh, give up but she'll just keep her ma'asiyadayim that's the point she's not uh, going to uh, not stop she'll keep her ma'asiyadayim normally we say you have to switch the ma'asiyadayim goes to husband and he gives him his own but during this period of the 12 months over there he keeps the uh, ma'asiyadayim uh, and he keeps him his own Amen Amen